0: All right guys, welcome to Supply Media. So just right off the bat, this episode was absolutely fantastic and I reckon the best one of the season by a mile. But just quickly, if you haven't subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe. Please make sure you like and comment. It really helps me out in the algorithm. So the Clone Wars season seven, episode nine starts off fantastic, completely different to the other episodes this season. And it really threw me off and I got extremely excited. It comes in with the original sort of George Lucas, Lucasfilm logo. But at that stage, I was just like, well, this is a bit weird. Why are they doing this? But then the old school, almost like the full fanfare comes in. And I thought they were going to do like a full-on scroll for this episode initially. So it starts off with this incredible battle on a bridge. And Kenobi somehow slices a missile in half to make it stop working. But other than that, it was awesome. Then Attican shows up. He is extremely comical. He says he's basically finished his mission and he's coming out to help Kenobi. Anakin's full-on arrogant as always, but, you know, in a good way. And then you realize that he's got R2 telling the clones underneath with Rex when to come up on their jetpacks and take everybody out. So it seems like Anakin was there to kill a specific droid. So he offers himself up for surrender to make sure he can find where he is. Then he just uses the Force, brings him in, decapitates him nice and quick. So when Anakin and Kenobi get back to the ship, they come into the conference room And he sees Ahsoka. Cutest shit ever. I'm a 23 year old male who could not tell you the last time I cried. But when Anakin and Ahsoka saw each other again, I don't know why, but it did make me slightly emotional. I didn't cry, but I was, you know, unnecessarily close. But Ahsoka and Bogatan report to Anakin and Kenobi that they've located more on Mandalore. So eventually Ahsoka actually arrives at the location and... You know, you've got to admit, she was extremely cold to Anakin, which I guess I understand because she still feels quite betrayed by the Jedi Order. However, she has clearly missed Anakin in every single scene we have seen since she left, but I found it quite surprising. Bo-Katan chucks out Satine's name there, and he still says, I won't let emotions cloud my judgment, and this is instantly juxtaposed when it cuts to Anakin's face, who basically you can see is, Nabro. give me all those emotions. So they at least decide that they are thinking about the Siege of Mandalore and Obi-Wan goes and tells the Jedi Council about it. bo and Prime Minister Olmec argue. bo says, no, nah, I'm not surrendering because I know that you are a puppet of Maul, basically. So Prime Minister Olmec gets Gar Saxon and Rook and his Super Commando Mandalorians to prepare for the battle. And we get a really interesting scene where Ahsoka and Anakin are walking through the base and everyone is still saluting her which shows that they've got an incredible respect for her and then this is just absolutely thrown through the roof when they walk in and all the clones a part of Rex's platoon have given their helmet Ahsoka's orange skin and facial markings they salute her Ahsoka is really honored which is I thought really nice scene we get emotional again when Anakin and Ahsoka say goodbye to each other for the last time You know this was what star wars is about these sort of characters and how great they can be now obviously we know i doubt any of you had this sort of same sort of connection to much of the disney star wars characters to be honest i had the same problem with the uh, prequel characters as well now I, i actually quite like the prequels however i think the prequels for every problem that everyone claims they have with the prequels you know you could say oh george lucas's directing wasn't great sure his writing wasn't great. Well yeah, yeah, sure. But really the number one problem with the prequels that I think most people actually really struggle with is the fact that how much wasted potential there was in them. Like, even if you were to get rid of the Phantom Menace, right, you've then got a third movie to explore this world. Right, but we spend a whole movie of little baby Anakin basically. And then we go to Attack of the Clones, which was focused on a ridiculous love story. That's what I think has made The Clone Wars so fantastic is that it's provided us with the stories, with the character arcs, with the characters' sort of interpersonal relationships that we didn't really get in those movies to the extent that I think most of us would have wanted them to be. So that's why The Clone Wars is so incredibly fantastic. And that's why I was a little bit let down with the sort of, not not the routine of uh, Season 7, because I thought The Bad Batch was quite good. But, you know, spending four weeks on the previous... Uh, Martez sister storyline. You know, that's just again waste of potential. Let's get to the stuff like this. And this episode, within its first, you know, ten minutes, so basically a third of this episode, was the best thing in the season bar none. And it only gets better because Rex has been promoted to Commander, which was like, yes, finally, Rex finally gets what he's due. Then we go to this incredible scene where Ahsoka raises him down to the level of Mandalore, and she is jumping from ship to ship. Just incredible action all round. And then when she lands on the landing platform, and drives her um, lightsabers into the ground, and then starts deflecting—I oh, don't know how many Mandalorian bullets—but there was a ton of Mandalorians there firing upon her, and she absolutely just held her own. Oh, speaking of the lightsabers, how could I forget? That scene where Anakin gives Ahsoka her lightsabers back was just another brilliant scene in this episode. And you know, we're only third in. So we're finally on Mandalore. They're looking for Maul because Bogatan has been tracking Maul for about several months, and then Ahsoka has gotten transmission codes from the last episode where we saw her on the Planet with the Pikes. So we find out from Bo-Katan and Prime Minister Ormec that it is basically a trap for Kenobi. But unfortunately for obviously Maul. He didn't prepare for Ahsoka showing up, so obviously she was sent in his place, so it's Ahsoka down in the tunnels, all of her men get basically ambushed and assassinated, she's trapped, surrounded by Mandalorians, and Maul reveals himself coming out of the tunnel, and oh gosh, I love the voice of Sam Witwer, and says, I was expecting Kenobi and then the episode ends and I could not stand it that that was the end of the episode. But honestly, overall, season seven, episode nine, absolutely brilliant episode of the Clone Wars. And I swear to God, the animation was even better in this. Not that it was bad before, but like the animation in this looked absolutely incredible and looked a lot more finished. I don't know if they had more time to work on it or whatever that might be, but it definitely looked more finished. Uh, if you like the video, make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. Thanks a lot for watching guys.